Hello all, this is Black Haired Girl. I started my new position yesterday and I'm really concerned. <laughs> I guess I have to back up a minute because I I haven't had a whole lot of excitement about it. And I've been really braced, kind of like braced for impact, you know, like, because it just, without just being too, like, um, I'm not sure what the word is, um, too, too transparent, I... It's been a while now that I have really had the awareness that organizations are just not that great at leading. The The leaders in organizations are not that great at leading. They're just not. They just don't know what they're doing, you know, and they, and the, they don't know that they don't know what they're doing. Like, they're not aware that that they're kind of missing the mark on this thing, you know, having this expectation that their their employees are always going to be the ones that are going to be adjusting. You know, like leaders don't adjust to their employees. Like, I remember, I'm not really into these, like, Sometimes, like, phrases just really bother me. You know, like, everybody's using this certain word, like, segue. You know, like, that's one of them. Like, segue, paradigm. You know, these, like, the word of the day. I just, like, I can't stand that. But there was this term called parallel process that is applicable in this particular case where... What I noticed was that I had an exorbitant amount of training on how to coach individuals. But the leadership was really not that great at coaching. And I guess I could say me in particular. And I'm I'm also aware of the fact that maybe I'm just challenging to supervise. I don't know. Um, I'm pretty aware. I'm pretty self-aware and like I'm, I'm, I'm watching, I'm paying attention. And I have been now, especially for the last four years. And so I, I left this position, you know, and I took this other position and yesterday I left and I, I was like, okay, can I go back to my old position? <laughs> and I I um I kind of compared this to like a breakup. It feels like it felt like a breakup to me. Like um I I have never used that term before, but it kind of did. Like I I was breaking up with the organization I was working for, you know, 
for a certain reason. And I think the biggest reason was that I really didn't feel appreciated. It wasn't even just, it wasn't, it was appreciated. It was like, I wanted to be appreciated. And it's just very important to me, especially since I put an exorbitant amount of, of effort I really do. I'm very earnest in my positions. I'm, I really put so much effort, you know, and, and like, here's another thing that they do. Like you have this, um, yearly, um, performance review, like, but you're not supposed to be honest about what you think your performance is. Like it, it's like, well, you never get like, a, an A. Nobody gets an A ever. Like, I mean, and it's like, and there's a lot of questions. So like, you can't have an A on any of them. You can't have a, I think I excel in this area on any of them. You're not supposed to be on it. You're not supposed to ever put an A ever. Like, and they, this is, this is two organizations now that have told me this, like, you know, and 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 then you're evaluating other people as well. Like you're evaluating, like at this one organization, I had to evaluate three people from the organization. And I gave them, I gave every single one of them a five, at least one, even though I was told I wasn't supposed to do that. You're not allowed to do that. But here's the thing. I think that the evaluation process and the way a person evaluates another person says a whole lot about them. You know, I think it says loads about them and their performance and everything else. A whole lot more than even about how they are evaluated. Like it, and and in, in, in this other organization, I was like really not well. I was apparently not well liked by my peers. They didn't like me for some reason. I don't know what it was. And, and I say this and I'm like, you know, I don't know why, you know, these things that were said about me, I was just shocked. I mean, I really was. But in the end, what I realized was it said a whole lot more about them than it did about me. But the organization didn't know that. And they just said, you know, well, basically you suck because your, your peers say you suck. See, this is what they're saying about you. You suck. And see, and they didn't, and I, so I didn't get the advantage of having people that were like me who, and, and then you got a merit raise. You got a raise based on this, evaluation you know and it was like I wasn't about to like I don't know it just said much more about me than it did about my peers and I because we see others as we do ourselves. we see others through this lens of ourself and like I guess because I have have pretty good self-esteem and I did even then that I, I knew that I put a lot into my work and my programs were doing really well. And, and I, I believed in them. And I think a whole lot of people don't really care. 
this is what I, you know, I mean, they were, they were nice enough people, but their heart, like they didn't really care that much. And maybe it was better that way to just, well, well, whatever. You know, I've never been that way. But anyway, back to, I'm at this organization and, and there was so much I liked about my job. And then I, then I, and so, but I, at one point I just was like, I don't, I don't want to put any more, like I, I have this like feeling inside of myself that I will no longer put my efforts when I, I, I know my worth and I will no longer put my efforts toward even an employer who does not appreciate the amount of effort I put in and the the amount of of wanting to do things correctly like I really care like when I worked at the candle making factory I mean I I was really good at that job I was good at you know putting the stickers on I was good at making candles I was good I was I wasn't good at absolutely every single part of it like counting stuff wasn't always doing inventory was not always my strong suit but um so <laughs> all right I'm 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 going off so I leave because I don't really feel appreciated I mean, that was the biggest reason. I, I don't know that I would have left, but, and there were, there were aspects to the job that I just disliked to a degree. And it wasn't even, it wasn't even necessarily the doing of that. It was the every single week, multiple times a week, I was asked to, to fix things. I was sent like emails that I had to fix these things, that these things were not done correctly and and I I mean even up until like my last day like the last hour I was asked to to fix something I just couldn't even believe it when I got the email I was just like you've like what <laughs> you gotta be kidding me you know um and one of the things that I had told them was that I, I always felt like I was behind the eight ball. Like I, I just couldn't catch up. I was never caught up ever, ever. I mean, can you imagine a position where you're like, you're never done. You're never caught up. You're like always, always, always running late on everything. Always like I just, I, I, I just, it would just really wore on me. And so I take this other position with extremely cautious, not even optimism. I feel like it was more like realism that I could be, what do they call it? Um, jumping out of the pot into the frying pan. This is what I was concerned about. I was like, okay, I'm really concerned. I'm going to go to this other position and I'm not going to be happy. And, you know, and this is like, this is like, this is it. This is it. This is my fear. 
I'm, I'm just like, I'm sharing this. I, I don't know if this is other people's fear, but this is my fear. I, you know, I'm looking at it because I, I have the same fear that because I had, you know, I have this desire to one degree or another, which may be waning right at the moment. <laughs> I have this desire to have this certain person in my, in my life. But I also have this fear that, that it will fall apart. I have this fear that I will get into it and not be happy or the person won't be happy with me. Like the, it won't be a happy situation or I have this, I have this fear that it will happen again that that it won't be a better situation um that I'll get into it and then it'll just I mean because that's what happened the last time like in a big way it happened in a big way that way like that I I you know he called me that person called me delusional and he was right I was I was completely delusional <laughs> about the relationship. I mean, even early on, probably. Like, I thought we had a great thing going, and I was delusional. I I was incorrect. We didn't. And I, honestly, when I think back on that relationship, which I try my best to not, I can hardly think of any anything positive. Not that I feel like I haven't forgotten haven't forgiven and not that I want to hold anything over his head. I I don't want to hold him responsible for anything. Like it's all, you know, it's just in going forward in my own life and believing that I could have something different than that. And I'm just being like really transparent and honest with like this. It was a massive wound to have believed in something more than I had believed in anything in my entire life and have it be a colossal fail. The investment that I put into that relationship was the biggest investment that I'd put into any romantic relationship in my life. And it, and it failed. It was like investing, like you have like this investment, like, like say you like have a million dollars in the, in the bank and you take that million dollars and you invest it and you believe in something, you believe in this dream so much and then it fails. That's kind of what happened. Only it was my heart. (laughs) So, and then this happened with and at the same time, this was happening with a, a position that I was in that I really thought that I would retire with this. I really loved my job. I, I, I liked my team like to the best of my degree. I mean, I, I'm not very relatable. I'm realizing that I am, some, I'm, I am neurodivergent. I'm not, you know, and I haven't been putting that on a, on a job application, you know, but maybe in some ways I should because then they would understand that 
I may not think or I may not act like other people. <clears throat> but anyway, so I go to this new position yesterday and, and, and here's the thing. I felt caged. Um, so in a lot of the positions that I've had in my life, in most of the positions I've had in my life, I'm like a, this free agent. Like I have to come into the office sometimes, but most of the time I am just free to like, um, to drive around, to pick up, you know, a Coke Zero to, you know, um, and I'm driving between place to place to place to place, but there's a whole lot of like freedom in it. And it's not that I'm not getting my job done because I am getting my job done. But, um, and yesterday it was like, so I, they told me to get there at nine. And so I was there at nine and then I was not allowed to leave until six. And this sounds like a really small thing, but I was like, I don't want to work from nine to six every day. What if I don't want to take an hour lunch? So I am, I'm forced to take an hour lunch. Like I don't have a choice. Like, and, and then this came down to like this feeling that I've had in the past where they were nickel and diming me. We want to make sure that we eke out every minute of your time. We're going to make sure that you are every single second of your time. Because in a lot of ways in my life, it was just like, kind of like, because sometimes I worked over and sometimes I worked under. So it all just kind of came out in the wash. And I wasn't allowed to do like um, overtime, so I had to do flex time. I had to flex my time out. So I asked her, and I, I was just asking just for like, just to, you know, find out. And she said that I cannot work four tens and take Friday off. I'm not allowed to do that. But I can work a 10 hour and take two hours off early on Friday. Which to me makes absolutely no sense, but they, I guess they have their rules. So I'm not sure what's going to happen. I'm, I'm, yesterday I was contemplating applying for another position at the other agency that I, the last agency that I was working at because I really like that agency. Um, I did not take this job necessarily for the the pay. I I took it for other reasons, um, and maybe when when this month of training is over and I'm actually in the field, I will I will have my freedom back, which is what I need. <laughs> I'm just like, oh my god. Um. And I'm kind of afraid to ask questions if you want to know the truth. I'm afraid to ask questions. Like, I don't know. I feel like I'm outing myself. But um, there are things that are more important to me than this job. And the most important thing to me in my life is my life, but also 
my practice, my practice of creating my life, which I guess I'm a little bit disappointed in myself that I took this position anyway, because it's not really what I wanted. I had this list of things that I wanted. I'm just not sure how to get, and and I know I'm supposed to be waiting on the universe. I'm supposed to be focusing on this and waiting on the universe. And and I'm sitting here going, I don't know how I'm going to get income between in that gap. How am I going to get income? Which is really strange because it's not even that I necessarily need, need income right now where I could float for a little bit. I got a little bit of money and I could float for a few months, you know, but I don't want to live like that. So I go back in the matrix, I get, you know, but this isn't really what I wanted because what I ultimately want is freedom. And I felt yesterday, I felt very caged in, in every way. I was in a really small office with one window and sitting at a computer screen <clears throat> doing the policies and procedures <clears throat> of the company. And I was really <laughs> dismayed, to put it lightly. So, um, so, but this other thing is, is that I really like to go to my retreats. These retreats that I go to, I really like going to those retreats. And I'm, I'm like, how am I going to go to my retreats? Like, like, I don't know. I, I don't, I feel right now at the moment, like I jumped out of the pot into the frying pan and I'm really concerned and I'm not really sure what I'm going to do. <laughs> I'm a little bit <laughs> like, I have no idea what I'm going to do. But I started to think, you know, that maybe I can change the situation with the power of the way that I think about it. The person that she has, my direct supervisor is young enough to be my child. <laughs> and it's not that I'm like necessarily like, but she's literally young enough to be my child. I guess that I don't take either I'm taking positions where there is no room for me. Like there was no from where for me to go at this last position, except into a different um, program. But um, but I feel like at this point in my life, I would like to be leading. I would like to be in a leadership position. If I'm going to be at a position, I would prefer to be in something more leadership. But I also have this very, you know, I, I just haven't found it. And maybe it'll go okay. I just, something that somebody t told me, or not me in specifically, but just said, something that somebody said once is that you really have to, to understand that these people are not your friends. They are never your friends, not anybody you work with. Nobody in the workplace is your friend. Maybe I need to like 
trust in that. These are not my friends. They're just, you know, and so just keep it kind of at a distance and and maybe I, I, I won't ask very many questions and I'll just be quiet and just get through the day from for now until I'm actually doing what I'm because I don't I don't know if I told you all I'm I'm gonna be working with students in schools. I'm gonna have a caseload of students between kindergarten to eighth grade. No, yeah, sixth grade, not eighth grade. Sixth grade. Kindergarten to sixth grade. Um, in the schools, and as a counselor, like as a mental health therapist. And so I'm going to be going into the schools and working with them. And, um, and I'm really excited about that. And yesterday I, I mapped the schools because I wasn't really sure. I didn't know which schools I was going to be working at. She told me I mapped them. I know where the schools are. They aren't as, one of them is not as far away as I thought it was. And so I'm going to be working in these two schools. So I'll probably be at one school two days a week or the other school two days a week. I don't know, maybe a few hours here and a few hours there. Um, and that part I'm excited about. Like, I, I feel like... I love children very much. I just I just love them. I you know, I had worked with babies for many many years, birth to 3 years old. I've worked with mostly children under 5 years old, but I've been around, you know, children of all ages. And and so I'm you know, I was sitting there, I'm going to be working to like 12 years old. So I'll be working between five to 12 years old. And so it's kind of exciting. We'll see how this goes. <laughs> I just got to get through the next month. So you can see when I actually talk about what I'm going to be doing, I'm really excited about it. And maybe when I'm doing, maybe I need to be more forward thinking and just get through the next month. And, um, I was thinking that I also might be really encouraged by a bigger paycheck. You know, a bigger paycheck would be really nice. <laughs> but anyway, I just wanted to share with you all um, my, my disasterly day yesterday. Now I'm up today. I'm gonna going to get going. Anyway. That's enough for now. <laughs> I appreciate y'all listening. And I'll be back with other ideas. And that's a wrap.